Hey, thanks for tuning in. In this episode, I catch up with my best friend, Mr. Mark Safa Kintanka, who is a yogi, an entrepreneur, as well as a cyclist. And we talk about some of the epic rides that we've been on in the past, including our uh, eventful London to Paris trip. Um, he shares some of the inspiration that has impacted his life, as well as some great tips in general. He is a busy guy who uh, runs the Nexus Creative, uh, but also has a, a, an amazing events management business that does so much more called the Celador Group. Um, and he's also the man behind the Aquaba Yoga um, YouTube channel um, that you'll sometimes see me promoting. Um, so sit back, kick back, grab a drink, relax, and I hope you enjoy this one as much as we did. Take care. It wasn't meant to be, but you know, this I've got a saying at the moment, which is like to be delayed is not to be denied. You know? um, mm-hmm. And as long, as long as we're alive, we do it again. It's a, it's a minor thing. Exactly. And now we can catch up on the whole weekend and everything. So, yeah, yeah. How's your day been anyway, man? No, it's been good. It's been good. It's been a, a great Sunday. Um, yeah. I did make it out uh, for a cycle. I touched on it on Friday before I got cut off. But yeah, I went out to Regent's Park. So the background here is that we planned to speak on Friday night and do this live and we're really looking forward to it. But Mark's internet was an absolute pig, so it couldn't happen. So here we are catching up on Sunday once he sorted out stuff and made the internet work somehow. Yeah, yeah a lot of cyclists out. It's just good to see. Good to see people smiling and enjoying the bike. Some amazing nice. machines, some newbies. We had a newbie cycling with us, which is always great. Met, met, met someone randomly as we are cycling around. Um, and just, just started chatting. He's, I was wearing the right unity top. He said, oh, are you in some sort of groups? So I told him your story. Then so many other guys chipped in and says, yes, what he's done. Then he started following you on, on, on Instagram. And it turned out yeah. this same guy, um, him and his family had started a clothing company, clothing brand over lockdown. Yeah. And it was featured yeah. BBC News. So I said, oh, I saw that. I was on BBC News. He goes, yeah, this is me. So it's amazing. All on a bike. Cool. All on yeah. a bike. Every happens on a bike. I love it. Every happens on a bike. Uh, good. So how far did you all go today? Um, so I did, not according to Strava, I think I clocked up maybe 40 miles or so. Oh, solid. But it's, it's flat, isn't it? It's nice and flat. So no no yeah. rushing, just letting the legs spin and yeah, just good chat. Got coffees in. Nice. I'm a coffee drinker, but you yeah, have my espresso because that's a dumb thing apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how you sleep tonight, bro. Let me know. Yeah, I'm wide eyed. Bigger is tired. Bigger tired. <laughs> they say drink espresso. It's good for you. That's what the cyclists do. And then and they use it. I know. Ah, oh, hilarious. Oh, we've got Cara yeah. here. Hey, Cara. And, uh, <laughs> No, he's waving. Got your number, car. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, evening, Yogi. Your Wi-Fi looks to be on point today. Fifty-two weeks later, so cousin Dennis is saying, "Yeah, people are feeling this." Flash cat courier. I think over in America, flash cat courier. Is that where you are? I'm pretty sure you're over there. But, um, he's given us a thumbs up. So awesome. Well, take two. Take two. Here we go again. Here we go again. So for anyone that joined on Friday, we have technical gremlins that didn't want us to chat. So we said, we're going to just do it again. We're going to go over and fix the broadband and make it happen. And here we are. So um, for anyone that hasn't heard me speak before and you just happen to be here because you came to tune in to Mark Safak and Tanka, a.k.a. my brother from another mother. My name is Kofi. I'm the founder of Ride for Unity. And we are about celebration. We're about celebrating our unity and our diversity as cyclists. And a big part of it, are these usually Friday night chats, Sunday night chats, any chat we do is about showcasing the stories of cyclists from the recreational to the professional, everything in between, from a wide diversity in terms of shade, sex, sexual orientation, shape, anything beginning with an S basically. So that the idea is if you see it, you can believe it and there's no excuse for you not to get on your bike and enjoy cycling. So that's that's a bit about it. And um, my main man today, I put his name down as Mark Suffolk and Tanker, but to me, really, he's a brother. He's my brother from another mother. He's the better voice in my conscience at all times. And we've known each other for a long time. And it's going on today. How are you today? Pause. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
uh, the trim today, so the greys are gone. I suppose <laughs> a little bit here, but... Yeah, so no, really glad you said yes, and really glad we got to do it, like, short term, man. We have to chat, we have to chat, so... Um, yeah, over to you, my main man. Like, where for those that don't know, who are you and where are you? And then you know how we do. We just came yeah. to, to Yeah, well, before the Gremlins kicked in last time, what I was saying, which came in a bit bitty on Friday, was, again, just take my head off my hat. Can't take my head off, take my hat off to you, uh, Mr. Che, in starting right for Unity. I, I touched on it earlier about, you know, being out on the bike this morning and bumping into someone random. I've been able to refresh your story about what you've done and bringing people together. I've, I've enjoyed these Friday chats, but more so the essence of um, being proactive in action. And you can see what, what happens when, you know, you choose just to do something which might seem small, but it's really been impactful. So, yeah, Tama helped you and, and well done the Ride for Unity and glad to be wearing a, wearing a jersey. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Yeah. And, and me? I'm based in South London, in South Norwood, in the bar of Croydon, where I mentioned Croydon two times, been in the news unnecessarily recently. But yeah, um, born and bred South London. Um, yeah, been on the bike probably since the mid noughties, um, mid to late noughties. Um, in the first bike, I, well, I won't talk about childhood. You can talk about childhood stories being on a BMX bike, but I think I really started to get into cycling. And with the first bike being a pinnacle, which was, I think, is it Evan's own brand? It might be Evan's own brand. I think brand. so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought, I thought that was it. I got a road bike. I thought all you have to do is get a road bike and that was it. As yeah. for the levels of road bikes, no idea. Um, so you've got a pinnacle and yeah, I wasn't clipped in. It had like a sort of mesh at the front where you put your feet in and they just didn't slip out. I like a toe clip. Ah. Uh, Clip, uh, well, well toe, toe hook sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the word toe. <laughs> <You're shooting laughs> there was no clipping. There was no clipping, and I had, I think, some Adidas slip-on trainers that I thought looked like cycling shoes. So I thought that mm-hmm. would Um And yeah, yeah, that's the, that's how I got started, and it was more convenience of just getting from A to B. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, I was working up in uptown. So down in Canary Wolf, um, and yeah, it was about a eleven mile eleven mile cycle each way, and you know, the first few months it's it's like what is this rain and why do we bear the wind, but it became enjoyable. Um, Suddenly, earlier and earlier, you know, there was the the enthusiasm of getting up in the morning, knowing that the roads be quiet, mm-hmm. knowing that once I get past that first hill, then it's just smooth. And then you know your journey, you know the corners, you feel like a bit of a Formula One driver. Unnecessarily, it's not about, let's say, beating the time, it's about just enjoying, enjoying the ride. And Definitely. yeah, I, I just loved it. I loved, I loved beating, I love not having to use TFL on public transport. I love that yeah. I was in control. Um, and yeah, that's how it, it properly got started, I guess. Brilliant, brilliant. And then, from then, with the pinnacle that you had, which I, I do remember, I definitely remember. Do you still have it? Hmm. I told you I live in South London, mate. Hang <laughs> 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 on, that. Hang got that. Yeah, oh. after one or two epic rides. Um, it lasted quite a few years, but then my younger yeah. brother, um, how to armor with free Ghana. Um, yeah, he, uh, he borrowed it one time, locked it up. And, and yeah, it got, it got stolen. Everything else for a reason. What did you say at the beginning? To be delayed is not to be denied. That's the one. So you weren't denied. Because I'm sure that pinnacle was the same bike that you and I rode, but I didn't ride it at the same time because that'd be a tandem in it. But I'm sure that's the bike we took to Paris. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? It made it to Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Back in, um, back in 2010. And a few other epic trips as well, but that was that was, uh, yeah. that was an awesome one. Um, so you know, I mean, you know, tuning in, it's great just to hear the genesis of the story and how you've got to be where you've been. And I love it because I think it was a few posts back. I think you you made a comment about it's funny where like we started off from 
to like where we are now and the sort of stuff that we're wearing. And, and I love the genesis of your journey and how it really didn't matter. Like I, we didn't know Like when we bought our first bikes, like we didn't know like anything and it didn't really matter. And those bikes, unfortunately, I, I, I still have mine. I didn't lend it to my younger brother. Living in South like that, they did too. But they've they've taken us on some epic adventures. And actually, you know, something I ask everybody who comes on is just, can you cast your mind back to like a favorite trip or a favorite memory on the bike, just to sort of share that with anybody that's out there, just where you've been and what you've done on it, really. That, that was memorable to you. It doesn't have to be a long one. Doesn't have to be a short one. Is anything? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I've seen a few more people tuning in. I've got Charles from America giving a nod to brother Charles. Oh wow! D man saw D on the on the mat this morning on the yoga mat, and hats off to Naomi and B. But yeah, um, epic rides. Um, well, you touched on it again just now. Can I can't not not say Paris? You know, London to Paris. It was it was um, amazing for so many reasons. I, I, I don't. I really don't know why we did it or what sparked us. Uh, you know, uh, we, I think by that point we'd enjoyed a few London to Brighton rides. I think yeah. we, did, we did one London to, to Brighton and back. And and I remember my right knee being shot to pieces. I've got dodgy knees. <laughs> yeah. And coming back, uh, look, that was unity and a half because other people got the, the train back. And I don't even know how we mapped out the journey. <laughs> but the road we took, we took some gravel involved. We saw a motorway at certain points. And my yeah. right knee was like, I'm not going to make it. But that was a yeah. memorable ride and a half. Um, yeah. But then the closer you get to home, I'm sure everyone who rides a bike um, uh, feels this as well. As soon as you're either within an earshot of a coffee shop or a donut shop or you, you can sense home, like everything kicks in, like energy kicks in. And yeah. so I remember almost being home and then all of a sudden my knees were better. They, they felt, my legs felt strong. You must have thought yeah. I was taking a mick. Yeah, yeah, I felt well, I was sweet, man. I, I remember, remember it. I remember, I, remember, I remember riding with you and I was He's not gonna make it. He's not yeah. gonna make it. <laughs> you were just, and it was hot. It was really hot as well. And I don't know if we ran out of water, but definitely I remember going on like some motorway type pilgrimage because I think we just thought we'd go the straight route back, which yeah happens to take in motorways. But but we made it. But yeah, on the way home, I think within like I don't know how many miles, but within that home radius, suddenly you were like a man transformed. I was like, where did this dude come from? <laughs> like, yeah, no, I could smell mum's food. I could smell something. I was I was on it. <laughs> Yeah, so. that was good that was good I, I enjoyed that and um, I think the London Brighton rides you know, the first time that anyone faces Ditch and Beacon and, and, and you recognise what you, you don't again a, a riding wasn't a thing whereby I, I sought to understand the industry and hills and you know by that point I thought I'd got gears down to a, a T and then yeah. all of a sudden you hit that hill and then you find yourself going backwards and it just keeps, it just keeps climbing. And then, yeah. yeah. So the first time that was tough, but to do it again afterwards and the camaraderie and have other people on board as well, that, that was enjoyable. Um, yeah. Did a few, I think, sportifs. And again, it's just, just for the joy of riding and trying to do something different, getting out and seeing yeah. stuff. But yeah, Paris, London to Paris. I think that that's got to be the, the, the ultimate for me because of, I think, the course and, Everyone has a shared passion, you know, a shared mm. desire to do something, make a difference. You had the, the fundraising element and just the different stories that people had on that trip and why they were doing it. It was just like, it just drove you on. It, it, just, yeah. it just kept you going. And, and I thought I had bad knees, but then on that trip, every morning, some people were popping some pills. Just <laughs> 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 okay. to absolutely get by, right? Just absolutely get, get by. by. Do you remember the guy, the Scottish guy, that like he was like he must have been like sixty something? Uh, John Gilbertson. That's the guy. John he Gilbertson. must have held, how old do you reckon he was? Like, yeah, he, he was at least. Oh, he was he was inspiration and a half. Because remember, he was. I think he came from um, Isle of Skye in Scotland. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he met us in Greenwich, where we were starting. So he'd already ridden the country. Before he joined us <laughs> and then he, yeah. he was going around the world so he, he yeah. in paris and he was carrying on i know he had an accident along the way um mm. an abortion accident which curtailed his his ride but but yeah again his story 
it's just such such a gentleman and Waz. And I know yeah. we've seen we haven't caught up with him since well since 2010, and all of a sudden he pops up on Ride for Unity midweek. It's great meeting Waz, and yeah, everyone had a story. And you know, the final day we were all wearing the men in green tops, and you're cycling along the Champs Elysees. You know, you've done it. You've done three, four days. You've done you know, 300 and odd miles. Having to get back on the bike each day with a sore bum, these padded shorts don't work after a couple of no, days. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. Especially like the sort of stuff we would have been wearing back then. I don't, I didn't even know we had padded. It could have been, but no, that was epic. And I, I don't know if it was like, I'd have to agree. Like for me, like of all the rides I've done, that was one, I think, and it was because it was the first of its kind as well. Like the first time I'd been abroad, I think, was it the first mm-hmm. time for you being abroad as well? On the, On bike, the bike, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there was the whole fear factor of like, this is ridiculous. And I don't think, I don't really think I'm going to make it. And I remember we just had all sorts of conditions, like from the crazy head slash crosswind to, I, think, I want to say it was like day three when we were like riding and it felt like the tarmac had melted. So the tires, we were like, yeah. you had to pedal to go, do you remember? You yeah. pedaled like to go downhill because the wheels kept getting stuck in the, in the tarmac. It was nice to just experience the cultural cycling in France as well. Mm. Like the roads were, yeah, Northern France, super smooth and, you know, wide and the drivers are respectful and, yeah, it was a nice experience that. It was a, yeah, it's it a good graft. Yeah, no, solid, really solid. And, um, yeah, it takes, takes me, takes me back thinking about it 11 years ago, mad as that was, mm. but yeah, you're, the, the camaraderie, but also the, the fundraising element of it and, the people like I don't really remember like the chat about you know what job do you do or whatever like it was just you have a bike we're riding to Paris that's yeah. wrong yeah it was just a level a real leveling humbling experience which is amazing um yeah every gender every shape I think yeah. I think I think we were we were representing the black folk oh yeah have you seen the picture yeah. of us yeah you and me yeah, with front row seats though, front row seats, which is yeah. brilliant. But I don't, I don't know about you, but I didn't feel it. Maybe because you were no. I didn't, I didn't really feel it. I felt like everyone was there, embracing us with open arms, and there's some cool people. It's really cool people. Yeah, it's it's, it's the first time I, I learned the word undulating. I never knew what it meant oh, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I know what undulating meant. Yeah, there was a group of guys who, and you know, they were just super quick, um, and. Each day, they'll finish up really, really quick. And then I remember one guy, and his worst stuck with me since then. He was really slightly built. He was built like a cyclist. And I remember he said to me, attack the hills. Like, if you get to a hill, you've got to attack the hill. And it stuck with me. I'm not saying I attack hills well, but I now know that when I'm approaching a hill, get, get into gear and just, just think about attacking it and just drive. And when you get to the top, don't stop, keep going, keep the momentum going. Um, I try. I'm not as quick as he was, but no. yeah, that's, that's my cycling tip of the day. Okay, <laughs> good work. Well, hold that thought because I want some more tips. There's going to be some more tips coming later on if you don't mind. So uh, that's, that's awesome. And what I also love to ask people is, and before I do it, actually, there's a few people that have said, can you see at the bottom? I meant to say, let's make it interactive. We're doing it anyway, but yeah. if you see anyone, say hi because it's, it's lovely that people have joined us in the evening, afternoon, wherever in the world they are, you know. Yeah, well, looking forward to hitting Yorkshire. I see Steph's tuned in. Steph, support is ex- ex- extraordinaire. Um, yeah, like massive ambassador, I know, for Ride for Unity and, and what I do on Stein is a Quabi yoga. So, yeah, much love. Um, yeah, Project Store. Mr. Lawrence, got your number. I saw your, your digs at me on Friday. I know where you live, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Natalie in LA. I think she's done a ride for Unity for yourself over there, Coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so good um, to see you. And Aeroflake CC is a attack, attack, attack. I think that's in refer- <laughs> referral to, or in reference to, I can't speak, in reference to um, the Hill the hill chat. So I want uh, to, Sally's to see tuned in. Sally's here as well. Sally's tuned in. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining because, yeah, yeah, whatever sure. time it is. It's a, it, we rejig things. Oh, and Steve 
Steve Holland. I can't see him, but my fingers are too chubby. Steve Holland. How you doing, my man? Good to have you on board. <laughs> oh, stop pressing buttons. So no, one thing you know, I ask everyone as well is just what it is about cycling that they love, and because it's different things for different people. Do you know what I mean? Like, and as much as we're different, sometimes I feel like we're very similar. Um, not just you and I, but you know, the world of cyclists. So, when you cast your mind to cycling, like, can you? Can I say that you love it? Because I've just assumed that you have. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, good. And and what is it about it that, that you love, my man? I think it's different things. Um, I love I love watching cycling. Um, you know, sometimes you sit there and just watching people on a bike cycling at all, and you know they're just cycling. But it's just nice just to see. It's nice to see and appreciate when people um, have a passion for something, and mm. you know you don't have to be as good as them, but you can appreciate what they've done and the work it's taken to get to where they where they are. Um, I, you know, something you said early on in one of the ride communities and. You liken cycling to to meditating and or being in a meditative state. And you know, there's some times where you know you've done some some of these, and I've just like just felt inspired by people's words and the energy and what they're talking about. I've just jumped on the bike and gone for like a spin. And particularly over the past twelve months, I think you can be in a state where just stuff's going on, and just to get out, you don't have to do any crazy hills or crazy distance, but you're just free, you're on the bike and you're just, you, you can go anywhere, you know, mm. and if it's just around the block, if you're dodging traffic, I love dodging traffic, not necessarily weaving in and out, I just love when we did it today, coming back um, south, you know, there's a, a BMW driving this white car and out of traffic lights, it kicked off and it just put his foot down and sped off. I just love catching him up at the traffic lights without any sort of ease just because he gets stuck in yeah. traffic. And then knowing that five miles later down the road, you're passing traffic and uh, I, I'm sad like that, but I, I just like the fact of getting one over on drivers who get a bit aggressive. Knowing yeah. that, you know, you don't need to go so far, just chill out, mate. It's traffic, you can see the red light, do you know what I mean? Um, Definitely. But yeah, get on a bike and, and also sometimes when it may be over a Saturday morning or Sunday and you can just go anywhere. Like you can be in your house, but if you wanted to, you can just cycle for 40, 50, 60 miles. And it sounds crazy. Like sometimes I come back like on these two wheels with no engine, we just managed to cycle somewhere and see some sights and see the countryside and see the open air and bump into people and the fact that the body can allow us to do that and meet people along the way it's just i think i think that for me and yeah that and also like i said just just sometimes we need to just get away from your desk particularly now and just 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 be just be on a bike and, and be in your yeah. own head you can come back and you know you've got a sense of gratitude that you did it yeah no i have to say that all of those things all of those things definitely are things that I definitely will identify with the freedom. They're like, did I just do that? Like the sense of achievement, you know, when you do something. And I know what it's like when you sort of tell people that don't cycle, like I did like 20 miles, 30 miles, 40 miles, whatever it might be. Mm. And they're just like, what, like how, like, what, what do you mean? Like, that's ridiculous. And I don't know, there's a bit of you that's like, yeah, I did, I did that. Yeah, I got mm. this. Yeah, you know. And I'm, um, yeah, that, like the flow stuff too actually makes me think about like yoga and I'm not like a yogi like you and in fact that's something I do really want to talk to you about actually because you do a lot of stuff and actually on Friday when I was prepared I gave a whole list of your CV and like the different businesses so I've got you down as a cyclist I've got you down as a yogi and I've put you down as an entrepreneur as well man is busy <laughs> man is super busy and I, what I really wanted to do is talk about the thing that I've been loving I love all the stuff you do, you know that, but Aquaba Yoga is the thing that I've really been loving. And I think just turned one yesterday. Was it yesterday? Turned one? one yeah. Or two. I think today is like the, the birthday eve, if that's a thing. So 26th okay. of April 2020 is when I did the first Aquaba Yoga class. 
Amazing, amazing. And that's yeah. something I really want to get into because, like, when... What, like, let's go back. Like, take us back. Like, mm. what you know in your head, but not everyone will know. Like, what made you start it and and um, what it's about? Yeah, share with people, please. Yeah, sure. It's, it's, you know, it's, again, it's not too dissimilar to being on the bike and, and finding time. So I've done yoga now for almost 10 years. Damn. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a little while, and and when I started, it was I did it actually. I think Fo and Natalie was tuned in, isn't it? So Natalie Gordon over in LA. You know, when you talk about inclusivity, um, and 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 unity, it, like I'm going to deviate a little bit because like definitely over the past twelve months, there's been a lot, obviously, in terms of social injustices that have cropped up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, go there's like a raft of them. Basically, every, I guess, social excluded group of society has been able to voice or, or shout. Mm. And, and yoga lives in a space whereby, particularly in the West, it's been, it's been dominated by, uh, I guess, the commercial aspect of what a yogi should look like and what is a yogi anyway. So, yeah, I did my teacher training a couple of years ago, 2019. Um, and on the back of that, I didn't seek to teach i only did it so i can deepen my own practice i don't even though i teach i don't consider myself a teacher i'm very much still a student i love being a student i love being on the other side and learning from others 100 percent mm-hmm. but but the industry really puts itself out there that you know you do 200 you do 200 hours teacher training and you're, you're on this pedal stool and and yet like yoga isn't just about the flow in the practice like i won't talk too deep about that it's like eight limbs to yoga um eight different facets you could say one of them would be the asana the the, the flow mm-hmm. um the physical aspect of it um but within one of them is is something quite specific to non-violence um which also equates to lack of action which is almost like indifference and i've had this conversation with a few people over the space of the past 12 months and there's been a lot of indifference in yoga industry and i remember when Natalie and myself went to, I think it was group. We've got lots of group on emails through and. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's do this, this yoga hopping. So this is going on 10 years ago now. And we went to Bukram yoga in old street. And, you know, we rocked up and it's me and Natalie. Never been to yoga studio before. Wasn't exactly welcoming. It's just an aloofness about it. And uh, it might've just been that particular time we rocked up. So I definitely obviously had a wicked yoga experience. Otherwise, I wouldn't still do it. And I remember we put our mats down. And when Natalie put her mat down, um, someone came up to her and said, you're in my spot. Can you move? And and like, we laugh about it now. And and she moved. And, and she was like, why did, I, why did I move? But then you're just in that space of, you know, do you really feel like you should be here? You kind of feel like a little woman of an imposter. So, mm. So when you're on the bike, for example, you see someone, giving them a nod can mean such a difference. Just a, how to make people feel welcome in a space that they may not feel welcome. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, all of a sudden, like, shit, like, there are rules to being here and someone's got a space. It wasn't their space. It's just where they normally practice. Like now, you know, you can give them backhand turns and move, move aside. You mean, you mean my space. <laughs> it's after nine o'clock, man, so it's all good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was crazy. So... Yes. So for me, when I started Aquaba Yoga 12 months ago, it was really to, you know, encourage people who have never been on the mat before, never experienced yoga. That Look, in my 10 years, I've never, ever been to a yoga studio and been taught or had a black guy at the front of the class ever in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was doing yoga like four or five times a week. So that's a lot in terms of a lot of yoga, not even having like a black dude on, mm-hmm. on the mat. So I wanted to, one, break down barriers and, and change perceptions that you can own your own space and um, inspire others. Mm-hmm. Just because certain studios might not. And, and part of it, I think, is just people doing what their norm is. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's that unconscious bias of, of what a teacher should look like. Um, so, so, yeah, for me, it's a, it's a real chance just to yeah, welcome other people who, who might not 
I felt that that was a space for them. And also, because it was lockdown, you know, movement is so important, like moving mm-hmm. our bodies. Um, hat off to Yogi Pusha, like Kevin. Kevin. Kevin's someone I've connected with um, on Instagram. Made, met some amazing people on Instagram. Kevin does none of meditation on the Sunday. So, giving shout out to Kevin. Um, Nine o'clock. Yeah, so, fellow black brother. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it, it was it was great to bring a community of people together. From It, it wasn't a black thing, it wasn't a white thing, it wasn't a male thing. It was just, here I am, and I'm going to put myself out on the mat. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm an introvert, I'm a middle child. I, I like my space. I don't like the limelight. This is the first instant or second instant life I've done ever. Um, so yeah, this isn't me. I just like to be in the background. But I felt if I could put myself out there and show my vulnerabilities, I'm a bit lopsided in my shoulder. So I'd always do it with my top off. Not because I'm like, yeah, look at me, I'm here, man. But it's more case of... Although you, you look, look alright though, man. I mean, I'm saying, man. I'm saying, Hey, you got a wife, so behave yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> back, 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 back now. Yeah, so for me, my own journey was like, look, I know that I slant on my shoulder and, and can I get comfortable myself on the mat? Especially on YouTube. It goes on YouTube. So once it's there, it's there. Mm. Um, so that was my learn. Um and if I can be vulnerable, if I can talk about vulnerability, if I can talk about the yoga journey, if I can talk, about, if, I, if I'm practicing with people as well, like today, mm-hmm. funny enough, because after the ride this morning, I've got, I've got bad blood circulation, so I cramp up quite easily. So I thought, you know, good ride, came back, gave myself, you know, a good half an hour. Um, got on the mat, started to, to teach, and I was like, oh, what's that? My left what? hamstring is going, I'm getting cranked on uh, the hamstring. And this is live. No, I mean, it's on YouTube. <laughs> but, <laughs> but rather than, you know, it, let, let it be a thing, I just, you know, I just told people, like, you know what, I'm going to switch up the, the practice a little bit. I was going to do this, but now I'm going to actually start to come to the hamstring a bit because my hamstring's going. People are cool, you know, just, just for me, yoga's all about just being you. And that's what yeah. me yoga is about, just allowing people to be themselves and look at my channel. I put up quotes and throwbacks, so totally mm-hmm. inspire people um, through words and also showcase a lot of different people on the channel. And mm-hmm. it's not about me putting myself out there. I want a Kwabi yoga. I think the way it's evolved, I want I want to be able to step away and it it just runs because it's just showing other people or giving plat- platforms to other people. And the Kwabi mm-hmm. actually, like in, in my mother tongue, our mother tongue, it means um, welcome. So, giving a nod to all fellow Ghanaians in the house right now. That's and awesome. yeah, Akwaba Yoga. It's not a new style of yoga. It's just like, welcome. Everyone's welcome to the mat. Yeah. No, so many things in there, dude. So many things in there. I, I don't know where to start with it, but I think touching on the importance of movement, touching on you putting yourself out there, there's so many things that we could touch upon. But what I am... B's talking about Linda getting tacos. Linda's had to go. She's over in Harlem. She's going to get some food. She said bye to us. Um, but but what, I love the fact that you just decided to just do something and just put yourself out there because it's easy. It's easy not to. Right? Like it, like you could just just chill. Like you don't have to do that. No one's forcing you to do it. Like mm. commit to it and do it regularly. And you've done that. And what I was going to ask you about was linked to over the last year since you've been doing it and it's been what a year i mean it's been incredible right like just the whole lockdown covid19 scenario which none of us would have predicted none of us could have prepared for there's no try dry run like you know train for fight right you could do the miles and then it comes this is just caught us all like how how have you found the yoga in terms of its ability to sort of help you and, and I guess maybe help others in terms of feedback you might have had kind of get through the last year or so? I'd say um, two parts. You've got the practice and you've got the, the social interaction. And I think out of out of anything, I think if, if there's a, a legacy, I'm all about legacy. Like the way I live my life is, you know, God forbid if something's happened tomorrow, have I left a legacy? Have I, have I lived my life as best as I can with mm. good and honest intentions, you know? So the, the legacy for Aquabi Yoga, I was want to be that, look, if 
if one person, just one, has benefited in terms of being able to move their body, then it costs me nothing because I'm going to practice anyway. So once I've got this set up in place, like just looking at the beginning, the first class, I was like all over the shop. My head was down here. The light is all lighting was shocking. <laughs> but I got up to speed. So, so now it's all set up. It doesn't cost me anything at all, you know? So, mm-hmm. and I get loads out of it. Like uh, I get the interaction with people. Um, so what's the question? She... <laughs> <laughs> What's the question? About? <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just gonna, I just go. I'll take a bit of it. Basically, over yeah. the last year, over, yeah. over the last year, like how has the yoga sort of helped helped okay. you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's it's kept me honest with my practice. So every Sunday that I'm there, I put it out there. So I'm there and I'm practicing with people. Whereas one person or ten or fifteen, whoever I'm there, mm. um, it's it, that's. It's, feedback has been like if one person touches in for even 10 minutes never come back again if they go and discover yogi fusion kevin for example because they prefer his style or they discover um nagin who teaches uh, teaches yoga or leo or someone else that's fine like if Mm -hmm. if they've started on a certain path and i was just like part of that journey for, for them to get there then wicked, perfect. If they tried yoga and said, actually, it's not for me, they started Pilates, wicked. If they started yoga, it's not for me, they want to read a book. If it's inspiring to do something, then great, I've been happy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, some of the feedback has been like proper, like humbling, like humbling. So much so that I don't like the limelight and I don't take um, gratitude well. So um, someone who's just moved country, I don't know if she's tuned in, uh, put a post up on well, during the week. And I didn't know they were tuning in. It was only every so often the name might pop up on the YouTube feed and say, oh, thank you. And they said, um, you know, the Sunday sessions like helped them get through this period, like just being in isolation or something they could look forward to. It's something that kept them honest with, with their own physical well-being. And I wasn't expecting that at all. So for that to be a byproduct of just putting yourself out there, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying everyone's got a journey, you know, and yeah. with social media, you might think that everyone, someone might think I've got to do something. And that's not necessarily the case. Like the journey piece comes at a certain point is that something, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost time period. So it's just about being authentic of yourself. And, you know, just by doing that, it's allowed me to, I guess, reap the rewards of knowing that I've made a difference to at least one person. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. And I I love it because, you know, when I've been able to tune in, and I can't always do it at the time, it's like, it's lunchtime, feeding time at the zoo. Like today, Cameron had a football match at 12.30 kickoff, so I I couldn't jump on. But you really feel the community, and I feel like you've got, like, a core crew of regulars that come on there and they're vibing and they're interacting with each other. And then I see like sometimes through Instagram, like it just seems to grow. Like say for example, with Steph who's out here on here, like I think I saw her sister maybe or cousin or something mm. do it yeah. before. So you're just seeing that sort of multiplicative, you know what I mean? I'm trying to say no, the word, the word know. when it, you know the word when it, yeah, when it, when it, when it multiplies. Yeah. The multiply word. The multi- when it, yeah. So it's, <laughs> that one, that one. When, when it multiplies, you know, it's, it's amazing. And, and I feel like it's testament to you and the great, great, great guy that you are. Because when I'm hearing you speak, what I'm, I'm not hearing in there is like, ah, oh, it's about me and I need to shine. It's what I need to do to keep it. It's like, you know, big up to Kevin. If people want to do Kevin's thing, great. If you can showcase other people, which you do, I see on your page, Aquaba Yoga, you've got other yogis that are on there that you're representing. It's, it's coming from a place of abundance, man. Like, yeah, yeah. that's like, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Is that it? 100%. Like, it, it, I know that I've been blessed. You know, I've got, I've got you as, and, and you, you know, you've got a tight friendship circle and we support one another and, and our blessings have just like been amazing in life. You know, even when there's hard times, 
people are there to support and not everyone's got that so it's not about getting something back but just just more the more you put out just keep putting stuff out and then just sit back and like 12 months on we're still here you know 12 months on and there's mm-hmm. people who've had some real tough times and mm-hmm. you know we've all had it tough but it's, it's not that we should ever dismiss our own personal situations if you're going through something tough definitely talk about it i've been through you know periods whereby i felt i'll you know i'm not going through that and that person's worse off so i should just crack on and i'm fine i'm fine because if you keep doing that you're holding stuff in your whole stuff in ultimately it will just eat you up so mm-hmm. definitely talk and, and and let stuff out if, if you need to but also gratitude and um and, and just putting out just just put it out there and you, you might dodge a car that tries to knock you off one day that's your blessing you know mm-hmm. so oh, that's always come Definitely. It's Soul Riders Cycling Club. So I love these, these guys and girls and what they do. And that's Castle's uh, crew and, um, and Jeffrey. And he said, the more you give, the more you get. Um, yeah. And I hope the brothers yeah. doing well because I think one of them got, got knocked off the bike, isn't it, around Regions Park a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Yeah, let us know, uh, Castle, if everything's all good with. I can't remember who it was. I would say it was Josh Five, but I can't remember. Let us know if everything's mm-hmm. okay there. But but I think, yeah, definitely the more you give, the, the more that you get. But I think, again, coming back to what you said about intentions, it's not necessarily for that, that you do something. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure that's not what Castle means, but it's not I'm giving something so I get something back. It's like what I feel with you is like there's love and there's energy and there's an effort and you're going to put it out there. And then just put it into the universe and it's not even looking for a receipt to come back your way to say that you you wrote this check or you did this, but karma takes care of it. And it just, you know, mm-hmm. we're still here. We're still shining. So that's amazing. And I wanted to ask you like a bit about life hacks, really. Okay. Because I feel like with what you do, there's a lot of mindfulness that comes into it. Mm. You know, like I, I find... And I'm not very good at yoga. I'm not that flexible at all, but you know that, you know that, you know that, right? But, but when, I, when I do do it, you get into that state, which I can, can kind of compare to the bike where you're just, it's like a, if you totally focus and you stop your mind from like, like pinging off here, like, oh, I need to, oh, I need to make some food or I've got to call this person or I need to send this email. If you, if you shut that down, you can get into this flow where the breath thing, movement thing connects mm. up. So I just really want to ask you, like, for people that, would find it useful. Do you have like a top three tips that you would give to people in terms of being able to be more mindful and being able to be a bit more present? Like, is there anything that has worked really well for you that you'd share? Yeah, I'd say consistency in the absence of results. I think, I think that's number one. So I always say, and you know, people might hear, just by turning up, give yourself a pat on the back, you know. Mm. Cause you don't know when that thing might happen. Um, that switch might occur. So people talk about meditation. The meditation is it's, it's a challenge to meditate because the mind is always working. Meditation doesn't mean your mind stops working. But I love doing my meditation prayers in the morning. Yeah, before I would... I wake up at four in the morning and my eyes are open. I might get a phone and start scrolling. So I've got to stop doing this. And how can I stop doing that? How can I replace that with something positive? Or if I'm just up, I'm like, you know what, get up, go and do half an hour and just sit there in silence. And nothing might happen, but I've given myself the headspace to try and allow something to happen. Mm-hmm. And if you think about how much we're bombarded with information and distractions, there's a lot for us to consume, a lot for us to consume, um, a lot of stuff on our shoulders, you know, quite often we're hunched up without realising it all. You know, your hands might just be in that, that fight mode because you just feel tense. But if you can give yourself, it doesn't have to be long. Just I spoke about 60 miles on a bike. It doesn't have to be 60 miles. It can be two miles. If you give yourself something, then 
you'll reap the rewards. Because I, what I find for me, if I, when I'm doing my meditation, my, my mind's bouncing all over the shop. Mm. And it might even be for like five seconds where there's a proper sense of calmness. And that five seconds is just like, it's, it's amazing because I've allowed myself just to let go of any worries of you know, bills that need to get paid or credit card or, or work or future jobs or future work or anything. I've just allowed myself just to totally let it all go and just be totally mm -hmm. free of it. But that only comes by giving yourself, you've got to give yourself the opportunity. You've got you know, to yeah. stand on that start line, just do it. So I need to three things, but for me, I'll say one, and that's turn up. Just turn up gives you, give yourself the opportunity because there's so yeah. much going on, so much. And even once lockdown stops, like I think it was back in September or August when they're doing the eat out to help out. Mm -hmm. Now for me, you know, I've got my own business. So opening up for me was, I, was, I wasn't ready for opening up because I didn't feel the environment was still right. I felt the government were rushing things. Not that I didn't want the virus to disappear. I just felt that they were they had ulterior motives. And I got anxious all of a sudden. And it's important for me to acknowledge that anxiety and not feel a certain way about it. So one is, yeah, be present, turn up, allow yourself to be mindful, allow yourself just to just to re see if you can just release the anxiety or, or release the thoughts in your head to give yourself space. Um, but then you yeah, attach to that is where you might feel anxious. Acknowledging, you know, your, your anxiety is a big thing. Mm -hmm. It's a bit like acknowledging the ego. And ego is not necessarily a bad thing. I think in Latin, is it translates to I am? I think I had a conversation with someone about the other day. I think it translates to I am. And ego can be, it can drive you to do a lot of positive things. But it's where you let the ego, I guess, neg negatively dictate your thought process or your actions, let me say. <clears throat> so acknowledging these things, well, for me, allows me to recognize that they don't, they don't dictate my character, who I am. So if I, if I feel a sense of jealousy coming for anything, <clears throat> I can I can take a nod to myself like yeah that's that that's that's the dark side of ego talking to me. I'll acknowledge that, but I'm not going to let it dictate my actions. See what I mean? Yeah, I like to say, as far as I understand it, you sort of separate you 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 recognize what it is, mm. but you separate it from being what you're going to do. You know, mm. like that that doesn't the, the action doesn't come from that place. Yeah, um, love it. Do you know man? This is why, this is why you'd be like one of my best friends, my best friend, best man at my wedding for how many years? Like the, the, <laughs> mate, yes. like, no, like, so whatever you've been up to, mate, I've been, I've been by your side as well. Uh, no, you've, mate, you've, you've, been, you've been, you've been a good voice. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And I think, um, when you say just turn up, like, I don't know, and this is going to mean different things to different people. It's going to be like for someone, I think there was a Naomi on here who said that she used to like riding, but she's she worried to do it now. And you know, I totally get that. I totally understand that. Turn up is going to mean different things to different people. And I think like what it means to me right now is as hard as this last year has been, and it has been super tough, like every day, let's try and turn up. Let's try and get up and put our best foot forward and recognize exactly what you said like you haven't always got to be like oh i'm really positive oh i'm really happy mm -hmm. just like just recognize the feelings you've got but just turn up just try and get up and try and motivate yourself and if it's and if it's something that you thought that you'd like to do and it hasn't got to be the same as anybody else like walk five miles walk five minutes like just start your journey whatever mm -hmm. it is and then to come back to what you also said i feel it's that consistency you know like once you make a promise to yourself and you say, I'm committing to this, whether it's going to be making every weekend, phoning a friend a week, whatever you decide that works for you, sticking to that, I think, can reap those benefits. Because I hadn't realized it before, but, but, but you're right. Like, 
those moments come when you least expect it mm-hmm. and they come and when they come you're ready for it because of the time that you spent preparing that you never really knew was adding to that moment if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know? so yeah it's just a caveat to turning up because again sometimes people <clears> think that turn up means that you know they've got positive positively <clears throat> perform an action or do <clears throat> something and again there's been a lot of emphasis on that if you look on social media it's like it seems like everyone's doing something yeah social media is not a perception out there it's a perception game quite often but turn up can just be acknowledging something yourself it's acknowledging <clears throat> where you are it could be just putting a bat signal out you know mm-hmm. with a bit of honesty and letting people in that's just turning up letting people in where you might need someone to talk to or you might need someone to encourage you to go for a walk with them mm-hmm. just just turn up because i think it's, it's really important knowledge that turn up can just be allowing yourself to to really be authentically yourself and it's, it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just, yeah, sometimes you're just acknowledging, I want to say acknowledging you might need help. I'm going in a certain direction with this. There's something I saw earlier on today. Someone posted something. They said, um, words to the kin of, uh, don't just ask me, or don't ask me to ask for help. Like sometimes the other person's got to ask the person are you okay? Because sometimes that person needs help or wants help, won't ask. Mm. Um, so it's about letting people in. It's also, I think, turning mm. up. If, mm. someone's, if someone's there, let them in. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. And I think that, um, I don't know, it maybe sounds simple, but I feel like if, if the world adopted that approach, there's a lot of stuff that would be sorted out, you know, not just wait for someone that's in need to say, oh, help me out, but actually reaching out and having that empathy and reaching out and having that compassion and that sense of abundance, you know, like just because I help somebody doesn't mean I'm going to have like less stuff. Like in fact, you're going to multiply the goodness that goes around the planet by doing the, doing good stuff. So mm. do it really, um, do it. Love that. Oh, I see some, hold on a second. Hold, hold on, hold on. Cara mm. says, hey Cara. I remember doing my first five miles on Mount my ride and thought it was so far. So I'm, I'm taking that back to maybe just starting your journey and do so. And now Car is doing some crazy mileage. Absolutely yeah, crazy five mileage. miles was far. I remember five miles. It's, yeah, five miles is far, man. Mm. And yeah, Car is doing some epic stuff, man. Absolutely brilliant stuff. So thanks, Car, for tuning in and chipping in as well. That's awesome. And Lydia. Um, Lydia. Mm. So I see Lydia. She's tuning. Lydia's another yes. regular one on the map. Lita's done some amazing stuff for the past 12 months. She's got some exciting stuff happening. Um, so yeah, well done, Lydia. It's been great watching your journey. Oh, yeah, we got connected nice. a few years ago and so yeah, good friend right there. That's brilliant. Really good. Uh, it's a lot of folks here. Um, so to me, obviously, you know, I said best man at my wedding, one of my best friends since I said 90. Well, I don't say it. Don't say it. What I say? I'm I'm saying. What did 92. I say? 92. I said it. I said it. Yes, I said it. It's 1992. Oh, this guy. This guy. We could have been any age. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But we could have been you, no one. Once, once you start just talking business, I'm starting to come. I'm starting to come. 92. And so massive inspiration to me. Like, I think it's weird having this chat because, you know, we, we speak, we speak. Um, I think the consistency with which you've lived your life and the integrity with which you've lived your life is super admirable and yeah, amazing. And people can feel that. I think even people that don't know you and haven't known you for a long time, they will feel that for sure. So I'm going to put it out there as an inspiration for me. For you, like when you look at life generally, are there any, like one or two people, it could just be one. But is there anyone that you look to that like kind of inspires you to strive to the levels that you've been at, you know, like and live the way that you live um, that you can think of? Your good self, my man. Like, 
Oh man, I was asking it for you to say back to me. Someone else. Mate. Someone else. <laughs> well, you're gonna expose nine ninety two. That that's a long time to be inspired, man. And uh, your sister's jumped in on it and said since age. That's not see true. What I mean. We we are young. See, we're young. We're young. See what I mean? See what we're gonna done. So I, uh, you get rid of comments on this, man. <laughs> no, I, I, I say look. I'm continuing inspired, and I appreciate like my siblings, you know, my sister out there, um, my younger brother. You know, the, the way he, he he's 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 a man beyond his years. You know, mm. he's, he's got he's got he's a good kid. The kid, you know, we called him at the kid, isn't it? I remember that. I remember he's that. Kid anymore, but no, he's he's a good lad. The parents, no doubt. Um friends around me like I'm, I'm more i'm inspired by i'm inspired by conversations and i look at like naomi for example like like naomi we, we initially connected on um on facebook i, I sent a friend request to naomi i don't actually remember since i sent a friend request request to naomi i think it was another naomi gray i was like ah do you know what my bad but we just connected anyway and we connected on the instagram and yeah the conversations that we have like it's not even just the conversations we have the conversations that i see naomi having like she, she, she runs ig lives that mate i do tune in and the, the jokes and serious subject matters and it's it's when you can get into conversation with other people and then you just come out thinking damn that was nice you know like when, when you leave a situation and you're like i feel inspired yeah, so that, that's why I'm so I'm blessed. I'm blessed because it just seems that I can weed out good people and then those who are, who are just like there just to chat without mm. much else, you know. Got a really good, strong friendship circle. Yeah. Do you know funny? One person that inspired me, and it sounds really dumb, but this is just me being honest. Um, what's his name? It, it was the president in 24. I forget the actor's name now. It's the black guy. Do you remember him? President um, Palmer. Anyone watch Watch 24? Okay. Anyone watch Watch 24? Like, Keeper Sutherland. Again, it sounds really dumb, but he inspired me because he was the, it's, again, it doesn't have to be about black and white at all, but he was a black president in a mainstream TV drama. And I was like, I'll just remember, this is before Obama, I was like, wow, like, He's black and he's the president of America. Like, how does that happen? And what, what inspired me about him is the way he spoke. He just spoke with such gravitas. I was like, I would love to be able to speak like this guy. He just commands an audience. I'm, I remember just being wowed by him as an actor, which is like, yeah, Denzel Washington, similar mm -hmm. sort of thing, inspired. Um, like, music is my DNA. Like, I love my music and artists whether it's david barry um, prince um my dad's always been a fan of james brown tina turner um george michael freddie mercury mm -hmm. king of pop michael jackson then you've got athletes michael johnson his running star just dumb, just just people who just live their life a certain way and yeah. and just, just have that focus and excel. And then you've got, yeah, like I said, just people you meet, everyday people you meet, just try to strike up conversations with, man, and you'll just leave that conversation feeling inspired. It's all around yeah. us. It's all around us. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. And I love it. I absolutely oh, mate, love I've got to throw in my business partner, you... man. I don't know if Scooby's tuned in. I don't think no. tuned in, but I can't I not, not say that. I kind of not say my business partner inspires me, man, because he challenges me. He challenges all of us. And, you know, his, his moral compass is unwavering. You know, as a, as a person, he's always there, 100%. If anyone needs anything, I always say to him, people become the good guy, but I always say, I always say to him, you're the better man than me all the time. He doesn't mm. think about anything. He doesn't mm. think about anything. He just does it. You could have broken down somewhere and he just met you and he'll go and just help you. Yeah, it's a good and, and and it's good that you said that because he's I had I couldn't decide on my wedding who to be my best man, 
and it's you and it's and it's him that are the best men that I've got. And yeah, I'm blessed and we are blessed. And I'm gutted because I'm looking at my my work down here and we've we've done a solid hour of just shooting the breeze and chatting and stuff. And I have a feeling, unless this has changed, I have a feeling it's gonna cast off soon. Which is a shame. Because I could definitely, and we do often do this, like, quick chat and chat and chat and chat and chat. But, yeah, maybe we have to just come back and we have to do it again. Because there's so much we didn't even talk about, like, the whole CV of your entrepreneurship, from Nexus to the rooftops and the Mars to Celador and everything, and your coffee shop, and all of the stuff that people have got to know. But like yoga, and like I said when we spoke last week, like, we just let it flow. And that's what I feel like it has been. And I think it's been... We'll need to reflect on it to like really feel it. But as we've been going, it just felt just like just a great chat, really lovely talk, talking and sharing your journey a bit. But um, it hasn't given me a countdown yet, so it might do. And if it does, I'll be, I'll be like, bro, 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 it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> but <laughs> before, before, before we look to wrap it up, like it's hard, it's hard to know what the future holds. But like, if you could, if you could leave folks with like one thing. I, at the moment, what would it what would it be? Um, enjoy life. Enjoy life. Enjoy life. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's around the corner. Um, if you're tuned in, then you know good people because, like, Coach is a good man. I know that for sure, and I try my best. So, yeah, lean on people. Lean on friendships. Um, be honest with yourself. And let, if someone's let you down, race, colour, creed, gender, that doesn't determine everything about that group because there is no group per se, do you know? Mm. So remove that person, crack on. Because yeah. we don't have the time in life. We don't have time to to let negativity just, just hold us in a certain place, you know? Mm. So, yeah, as much as we can, enjoy life. It's there to be lived. You know, we've been blessed. We've been blessed. Yeah, and that's 100%. And this year has shown that, like, appreciation on levels, like, for coming out of this and seeing folks. We went on a bike ride a couple of weeks ago and stuff, and it, those things just make your heart burst. And yeah, I think fantastic advice, my man. Absolutely fantastic advice. And... Yeah, I just want to say thank you. So much more we can talk about, but we haven't been delayed. We made it happen. Uh, we we just need to just do it again, I think, and catch up later on. Maybe when things start to open up again and then we can talk about some of the exciting projects and things that you've been doing, because that people haven't even heard the half of it. But if they want to know about Parba Yoga today and they didn't know, tell them where can they find it? What what, what have you got? Internet things? Have you got? YouTube things. Can we hear about these things? Yeah, man. So if you want to check out the Tinternet, then yeah, Aquaba Yoga. Um, the handle should be on here somewhere. Um, AquabaYoga.com is a website or Aquaba Yoga on YouTube. So all, all classes from the past 12 months, there's some pre records on there as well. They're all free. Um, I've, I've, I set it up for donations to Royal Marsden Cancer Charity. So anyone wants to chip in and, you know, cancer affects everyone. Anyone's talking about COVID-19, true, cancer affects everyone. It doesn't discriminate. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's where I've set donations to. Um, Brilliant. But, yeah, I think the future is, yeah, onwards and upwards, man, as I like to say. Um, I'm here. I'm here. Yoga, let's let's talk. All right, fantastic. And you do like private lessons as well now, as well? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing private lessons for, for a little while. So, um, amazing. So, yeah, I do, do private lessons. Got a couple of corporates on the go. Try and manage it. Trying to manage it. Just, yeah. just so that I'm balancing stuff properly, you know? Yeah. Well, you do a fantastic job, my man. Well, thank you so much for like saying yeah and just spending the Sunday evening just chatting with me. It's been, it's been a lovely one. It's been a really lovely one. So I'm going to press pause now and I'm going to listen back to it. I'll catch mm. all the wisdom and the nuggets that you were dropping that I was like hearing, but not fully letting mm. marinate, um, in there. But yeah, have an awesome weekend. You know, I'll probably speak to you tomorrow, but yeah, thank you everyone for joining. Any last words from you, my man? Yeah. Look, anyone who's tuned in expecting to talk here about, you know, um, chain rings and, and gear sets. 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do ride my bike. So if I went off on a tangent, that's what I do. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all. It's all good. You. You. I put cyclist, yogi, entrepreneur. So you know, we 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 touched on a bit of everything. So really lovely to chat. But um, yeah, everyone have a great Sunday and an awesome week. And yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back again. Possibly next Friday, but keep keep an eye on the Inspire for Unity Instagram and um, everyone stay blessed, really. And we'll see you on the other side. Nice one, bro. Nice one, guys. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. Thank, Thank you, everyone. You. Bye.